0: when i put it in her butt oh we're recording (laughs) it just got the butt part
1: (laughs) what does an elephant sound like no what does a rhino sound like
2: (laughs) it'll never not be funny oh god that was so fucking funny no 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 no. no, no, no. No, 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 (laughs) that will lay in the that will lay in the bed of secrets from the Simple Minds of War show.
0: Forever. Forever. Maybe when the book comes out. Behind the Big Mac? Behind the Big Mac. <laughs> just a gif. <laughs> Who found that? Who found that? Was that you? That was so fucking funny. That whole text change just talking about it. It was fucking hilarious. I was dying.
1: Well, I giggled too, but it was like, what the fuck? Behind the Mac. Behind the Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what was it? The obvious one behind the Big Mac.
1: <laughs> um, <clears throat> yes, those text exchanges. Really <clears throat> shit. I haven't deleted it. I, I would like to go back into history and just look at some of that shit.
0: I do sometimes because like when I look, like it fills up dude, sometimes we have like five gigs worth of text messages and I'll go through and when like my phone starts going slow, I'll fucking delete them all. No way. Uh, uh, I'm has a work two. phone, so I delete everything. <laughs> get a real phone, Rich. Why don't you fucking pay for a phone? You're 35 years old. Okay, get a, your own fucking phone. Yeah, see? How does that sound? <laughs> he's see, feisty. It's the same fucking thing. He's feisty.
2: Real feisty. Real wow. feisty. Oh, he's drinking Corona now. That's why. <laughs> that's why. We had one show of
0: pleasant... Billy Goody Two Shoes. As soon as he's, he touches that malt he's liquor, sick. he's, oh boy. Yeah. Isn't a malt liquor? It's a fucking Corona, you idiot. Is it all, isn't that malt liquor?
1: Wow. <laughs> no? No? All right. I'm sorry. It's you, Mexican
2: you, piss water, is what it is. Oh, is it extra or is it light? Extra. Of course.
1: <laughs> and
0: they were uh, left here from Friday night. Someone brought them over to my house. And this was the last one. So I figured I'd drink.
2: Okay. It. That's the reason there's only one. Oh, I was going to say, is there a cooler of 38 more next to you?
1: That was the the funniest day. Just showing up to a bachelor party with a cooler full of Corona. Drank every one of them.
0: Yes,
2: you did. Yep. 8 a.m. to sundown and then sun up. Um, All right, boys. Well, before we get into this, we got to talk about uh, military true crime addict. The newest podcast that that we're all into. Yeah, that's not what we're talking about, Bill. Do you
0: even listen? No. Do you even listen? (laughs) Jeez, no. Now he's right. going back in the email be like, oh, I'm wrong. No, I'm opening the second email. How do
2: you need to go to the email? I said the words into your ears. I didn't say. Because you wanted passport. to hope you were
0: right. I just wanted you to know I finally
2: got <laughs> I it. saw you it out the <laughs> show before, just like flaunting it, waiting for me to be able to let you talk Sorry, about it.
0: the edible kicked in. Leave <laughs> we'll me talk,
2: alone. We'll talk about it in a, in a few. Uh, before that, we have to talk, before the show, we have to talk about uh, military True Crime Addict, which is the newest podcast we're listening to, uh, at least Ray and I are. Uh, I'm still on the Buffalo Bill. I finished it, and it's creepy. It's just the True Buffalo Bill, you know, military True Crime Addict, is uh, is a podcast about stories about uh, like violent crimes and murders and you know Buffalo Bill creepy shit. But these stories have never been reported on. They've never been talked about, and they all involve some type of uh, uh, military person or, or somewhere in the like uh and it's all just eerie creepy stuff right did you finish your one with some dead girl popped yeah, up in a river florida
1: florida yeah, yeah i finished it is it's creepy and the way he tells the stories are it's it's intriguing it grabs you in there and he it's like a perfect murder mystery storytelling voice that he has
2: yeah if there is one and he's not afraid to really get into the details within the no. first like two sentences i'm like oh, whoa, whoa whoa <laughs> <laughs> it's like jesus man like <laughs> Normally, you're going to get a heads up on that, that the explicit content is coming up and, uh, you know, it's 2021. So, since you know, if you're sensitive to blah, 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 blah. Not not this guy, not David Cole. She just gives it to you raw and hard. That's what she said. There you go. I was waiting for a raised mom joke from Bill, but he is completely useless when it comes to this stuff. Military true crime addict. Find it on Apple find it on spotify google wherever you get your podcast military true crime addict um did i do welcome to the show nope okay this is fat tuesday uh nfl patriots draft talk may 4th
1: may the 4th be with you really hoping to avoid that
2: (laughs) welcome to the show
0: Jesus fucking Christ.
1: You're the biggest Star Wars nerd on this fucking show, you douche. I enjoy enjoy
0: watching Star Wars, but I'm not like a diehard fan. I'll watch
1: it. I guarantee you, we go in your closet, you have Obi-Wan Kenobi fucking robe in there. Yeah. No, but I do have every movie.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I call your mother's mouth.
1: (laughs) Oh, there it is. He's back on his game. He's I back. love. I love.
2: I love how much sense that didn't make.
0: What was funny? <laughs> oh, it was I weird. laughed.
2: I call your mother's mouth R two D two noises, and then I fuck it. Okay, uh, let's.
0: <laughs> uh, we should just do eleven
2: fifty one. A- I think we
0: should just do eleven a.m. Uh, Sunday shows all the time. <laughs> no, because I'm gonna be useless the rest of the day now.
2: Oh, lay off the nectars, dude. Um, Patriots draft class. Let's run through this. So we talked a little bit on Monday, but let's run through it again. Uh, Ray, help me out with the um, colleges when we get to there. They're the the ones I don't know. Uh, Obviously, 15 overall, your future franchise quarterback of the New England Patriots. Mac Jones out of Alabama. Crimson Tide coming in at quarterback. Second round pick they traded up for. uh, Christian Barmore, again, out of Alabama. Defensive tackle. Third round pick Ronnie Perkins, weed guy, often uh, outside linebacker out of Oklahoma. Ramadra, Ram Ramondre, Ramdre, Ramondre. <laughs> no, we're not good at. We'll just call names. him Dre. <laughs> Dre Stevenson, running back out of Oklahoma, <laughs> uh, fellow weed guy with Ronnie Perkins. Both were suspended. Was it five or six games? Five games, and their best friends, and their best. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron So Mc- Josh so- Gordon. <laughs> Oh, well, that's, 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 that's a reach, heavy, Bill. that's a heavy, uh, or Aaron to, to Hernandez. It's one court. of the two. I don't <laughs> know if they have any sh- shootings on their record. Cameron McGrone, out of Michigan, uh, uh, Aaron Hernandez shot everybody in Florida when he was there. Yeah. He Herbert Myers knew about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Shut up for a second. Billy Rambles, uh, Cameron McGrone, uh, blown ACL McGrone, uh, at a linebacker out of Michigan went in the fifth round, Joshua Bledsoe, safety out Missouri. of Mizzou, I said, wait, Ray. Uh, you didn't know last time. Went in the sixth round. The other sixth round pick, William Sherman, offensive tackle out of Colorado. Thank you, Bill. Uh, way to go, Ray. And in the seventh round pick, Trey Nixon, wide receiver out of UCF. UC- UCF, Ray. Can you just... Follow a simple I want bad cop, bad cop. Come Trey on. Nixon, UCF Sunday. wide receiver, the next element. Um, Let's get right into it. Does Mac Jones start in week one?
0: No.
1: Yes. No.
0: I, I just, you know, I, I don't think Bill's going to start the rookie quarterback. I just don't. I don't see it unless he completely and utterly blows away Cam or Cam gets hurt or he looks like Cam from last year. I think Cam's going to have every opportunity to start week one. You saw it last year. They had every chance they could go to with Jared Stidham. They didn't do it. I'm not I don't think Mac Jones is as bad as Stidham, but he's the future and I just don't see him starting even though he's NFL ready. He's the most NFL ready quarterback stepping in. You saw Trey Lance go three. He's, he's going to sit for a year. I, I just I just don't think Bill's going to start the rookie unless his team completely falls off falls flat on their face. That's when I, was, I think you'll start seeing him. But week one? No, Cam. Cam week one.
2: Ray, you say Yes. Um, Do you have some things going on? Do you need me to talk? No, I'm good. Okay, go ahead.
1: Oh, I just think that Cam Newton, we saw what he did last year. I don't think, how can you improve from that? If your shoulder's shot and you can't throw downfield and you can't make these plays with all the weapons that Bill Belichick just got to your disposal, why wouldn't you put uh, Mac Jones at quarterback week one? If he can go through preseason and training camp and look like the legit number one starter, I think he deserves to be the starter week one. Hey, why not?
2: I, I, all of this, all of this revolves around Cam Newton. 110% revolves around Cam Newton and all the things you just said, Bill, that unless he gets hurt or looks like he did last year are very, very, very likely to happen, (laughs) which, which as I say this, maybe it doesn't all revolve around Cam Newton. Maybe it does revolve around Mac Jones, uh, or I'm sorry, Bill Belichick and what he thinks is the right thing to do with the rookie quarterback. I just think his hand's going to be forced. I don't believe in Cam Newton. I'm with Ray. I don't believe in Cam Newton being able to do it now. We might be wrong on week one because Bill Belichick makes the decision that he doesn't play rookie quarterbacks, but I don't know if that's going to be the right choice. And, and we did mention this on Monday. Don't sleep on the pressure that he's going to have from management to have a good quarterback play very early in the season. If Kim Newton comes out throwing piss missiles at Hunter Henry's cleats, then I would expect to see Mac Jones early.
1: And especially if he has a better uh, rapport with the two tight ends and the wide receivers, uh, Mac Jones, that is, why wouldn't you put him in a quarterback? If he's, and he's looking, best
2: friends with Damian Harris.
1: Yeah, if, you guys, if yeah. they look great together, why not put him in there? If Cam Newton didn't have that kind of uh, chemistry last year with anyone on this fucking team because he was throwing shit passes to everyone, so why not have a guy, young guy, that's going to lead this team and franchise for a few years out be the guy? Do you think Cam Newton is going to be a problem if he's not a starter? No.
0: Mm-mm. No, I don't think so. I, I mean, you saw him got he got benched for Kyle Allen a couple years back in, in Carolina. Did not he get hurt
1: though? I thought he got hurt. He, then. Yeah, but yeah, I think and they
0: and there was a
2: and he caused some controversy.
0: I didn't. Th- I didn't. I don't know. I think he'll be all right. He knows. I mean, if you think about it, Mac Jones make more money than Cam is. So I mean, he's he they basically signed him for backup money. I don't think he's gonna not if he plays. Yeah, true.
1: But also, what about Josh McDaniels and all those gadget plays that he runs? Do you think that even if Mac Jones was the quote-unquote starter week one that uh, Cam Newton would come in for these gadget plays where they're like uh, goal line situations or in the red zone where they can do all these trick things where he can throw a pass kind of thing.
0: You could do the taste Tyson Hill treatment. I mean, if you Tace, look at him, him. Tace, him, if you look at him, they play, you know, they line That's him at saying, tight yeah. end. They, they throw passes to him. But the problem is if you bring him in, you know, the biggest problem with Cam Newton last year was too predictable in the red zone. You know, that's the biggest thing. So if you you were bringing them in down there, I get it. You can have some gadget plays, but everyone and their mother knows that they're going to hand them the football and let them run. You know They've already
2: set this up. They've already said that it's very possible that they could have uh, two quarterback uh, um, situations going on. And, and this is what really pisses me off and is really going to piss me off this season. If they start to do this, I still think that there is some kind of fucking PR campaign for Cam Newton being run at Foxborough. Like they don't want to uh, harm this guy's reputation or, uh, you know, make him look bad in, in their light for whatever reason. But like, this is turning into a Jimmy G situation. They signed Cam Newton and they've done everything in their power to find somebody to, to play and start over him which if we want to get into it real quickly, I still don't think uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is off the, is off the table. I I do.
0: I, I do only because Trey Lance is not ready. He's played one, one game in 15 months. I think, you know, I've said it before. If they went Trey Lance, Jimmy was off the table because I think fields Jones, all those guys would start day one for 49ers. Lance will not, I just think him coming over. So I, 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 don't think Jimmy's on the table this year. I think it's, Jimmy's the, not NFL. On the, table it's the NFL
1: year. though. Jimmy G could say, I'm not coming into camp. I'm not playing. He can say trade me now. I don't want right. to.
0: Can I ask you a question though? So it's the same situation, right? So he's, he's leaving from the 49ers with Trey Lance to go to the new England with Mac Jones. It's the same exact fucking situation that he just left. So why would he come here? Yeah. Cause he's come here two years. Come here two years and get your get, year? your,
1: get your, get your product up. Make your make your because I I
0: expect Mac Jones to start full time starter uh, next year 2022. That, I think that's where he's starting full time. So if Garoppolo is coming here, it's going to be that one year. It's the same shit in the 49ers. Who's who's better built to win right now? 49ers I, the Patriots. I think. I 49ers. just
2: I disagree with you on the one year guarantee. I disagree with you. And uh, why <clears throat> the variables in San Francisco are Jimmy Garoppolo not wanting to be a stopgap that could be replaced in Week Eight. Uh, also are the 49ers going to invest that much money at the quarterback position for a guy that they don't want in, in the situation with the Patriots, which is increasingly more likely the landing spot. Now that Chicago got uh, Justin Fields, there's still New Orleans out there that was looking for a quarterback and, you know, Denver. Yeah. I mean, the traded for Bridgewater, they might, you know, you're looking at a possible situation. I don't think Jimmy's going to get cut, but he might, but he might especially if he gets a tweak injury or something in training camp and they just say enough. But the point with the Patriots bill is I don't think that that's true with Mac Jones being a guaranteed starter uh, in year two of his career. In fact, we saw it with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think the Patriots would love to have their future quarterback sit for two years, maybe plus. And if, and you know, if the relationship that Garoppolo has with Belichick is as close as we're all making out to be, That's a really good landing spot for a guy that has to rejuvenate his career um, with with a team that he's comfortable with and has had some limited success with on a good team coached by the best coach in the game. That's going to put him in good positions to win. And he's surrounded by people that like him. San Francisco doesn't want the guy. Like Kyle Shanahan backtracked again. After, after the draft and his post game analysis saying, I butchered that last press conference. They're – I've been saying this for weeks. They're fucking this thing up. If Jimmy Grapple goes and plays there for less money, he's an idiot. He has no – there's no self-respect. I take it all back. I don't want him. Unless he plays at his full salary in San Francisco, if he if he bites the bullet – like, this that's why I still think it's on the table because I think there's still a lot of question marks going on in San Francisco and New England makes sense for him. And I don't believe that, that, that Bill Belichick has Mac Jones – you don't for the same reason that you don't think Mac Jones is a starter in week one, I don't think that it's a guaranteed he's weeks, he's a starter in year two because it's Bill Belichick. Because it's Belichick, so I, I'm not saying it's likely, I'm just saying I'm not taking it off the table. Uh, what's the best pick they
1: made? Barrymore, mm-hmm. pick two, number 38.
0: Yeah, you, you traded two floors to move up eight spots to get him. Another Alabama <laughs> guy, they've done pretty well. Alabama, Alabama linebackers, defensive linemen, I mean. Anthony Jennings looks okay. And then obviously Hightower, he's a little bit undersized. So I, I think he's, he reminds me a little bit of Ty Warren. Did you say you know, he's undersized? For a defensive tackle, yes. <laughs> a 6'4", 3'10"? For a defensive tackle that is undersized. <laughs> Everything, read The Athletic. They said the same, it was, that's where I got it from. He's undersized, but you can, he reminds me of Ty Warren where you can play him inside and outside. So if you're going to, he's, if you're going to go a traditional three four, which Bill loves to run, I mean, he's your... You know, right or left end. He had eight and a half sacks last year and never started a game for Alabama. You know, he's only played I think eight hundred defensive snaps for Alabama. You know, and he was defensive MVP in the national championship game in the biggest stage college football. So I I like it. And again, he was supposed to go in the twenties and he slipped and he slipped and Bill pounced. You know, you can, the talent's there and he was the best one. Go out get it because you got to get younger. You know, even your yep. front seven, you got to get younger on the front seven. Lawrence guys up there, even Godot or whatever, he's not a young guy. Adams. So Dietrich Weiss is kicking around and Hightower and Noy are old. And you have to get younger there. And this is the guy, he can rush the quarterback. You know, this is kind of Adam Butler, what you saw in Butler, kind of rush the quarterback. That's his replacement. So you bring him in on fucking passing downs, this guy can get to the quarterback. He, and he's 6'4", 3'10", he's strong as hell off the line of scrimmage. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for it. I Bread and butter defense. And you know how I feel about the defense for this team. And they need it. They can,
2: yeah, uh, no, I agree. Just a comparison, Ray. Vince Full Fork was 6'2", 3'25".
1: So I guess he's undersized. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, the pass rushing ability that he has and the way he gets to the edge, uh, the biggest pro comparisons they're giving him is Ndamukong Nak- Sue and Richard Seymour, which made it move for me for the first time in 30 years. So Yeah, Seymour
0: was Hold only on. like 310 or 315 too. He wasn't <clears throat> huge. And, and he's also a hall of famous he's a hall yeah, of
1: finalist. so that that's a big thing right now you get yeah. that on this line and bill belichick coached you yeah you're gonna make some moves especially
0: playing in the sec that can't be ignored either and under no. saban saban runs a pro style defense and offense and, and you know and attacking 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 and this is what he can do and when you, you just, play in the
1: sec like you just said you play yeah. in the best of the best of college right there because that's the you just
0: over player. you just overhauled okay. your whole whole entire you know defensive yep. line and this is what you needed you Dude, you don't have to play fucking Bill Murray's of the world and Terrez Hall and all these guys like John Simons of the world. You know, now you have real depth there. You really fucking addressed it on one of the worst run defenses, Bill Belichick's tenure with the Patriots. So this is what you did. He's good against the run and he's good at attacking quarterback.
1: Yeah, like he, you said, we've been preaching about it. We needed depth on this team because with all the injuries we've been getting in the past <clears throat> with all the guys, you know, COVID happening, it's going to still happen come. 2021 so yeah having depth and having these guys being able to be rotational players on this defensive line and defensive linebackers oh my god it is sickening what this defense is going to be listen to
2: listen to the patriots bobo oh my god uh pump the brakes they're still rookies patriots play patriots rookies don't really play so um on defense they...
0: yes he'll be situational i don't barely,
2: barely played well, jennings was had a healthy scratches. Winovich has been taken off the field more times than
1: I can count. Because um, he hates Bill Belichick. Hates him. Well, there you <laughs> he go. He's a he fucking rookie fucking, with beautiful can't, hair.
0: Um, beautiful. Defend the run. Oh, I love that. L- luscious because he's a that. rookie and they
2: don't know. And they look, uh, here's my point. They went out and signed a lot of players, including the defensive line. They got, how do you pronounce his name? God chow. God chow Miami. They got, um, Adams they got who's the guy from the Jets sorry I'm blanking and I have it literally right in front of me Anderson they got yes. Lawrence guy Anderson back was which was from the huge. Jets. Anderson who's the run stuffing guy that features wise
0: middle. Raekwon um McMillan yeah. Judon all these guys are they're all there and they're all
2: ahead of all of both all these rookies that they just signed I'm with you they needed to look, th- this is how we describe this free agency class, that this was a reset for the roster for the next two, maybe three years, but that doesn't change that this was one of the most important drafts the Patriots have had in a decade on so, paper.
0: It looks good so far. You so know.
2: the idea that they, and every, everybody had the same idea. Bill Belichick is good at drafting by the, by the line, especially defense. And that's what he did, especially uh, on this first pick. I guess I agree with you. Um, you know, Barmore is a nice selection for the best pick that they made. They identified a guy. They went up there. They got him. They, they're they resetting their defense with young players, but it's you had it's Mac Jones. If Mac Jones gives any chance of Cam Newton not being your starting quarterback this year, he's the he's the he's the most important pick. He's the best pick. He has to be. He has yeah, to he, be. I mean,
0: I didn't want to go too obvious with Jones, but
2: why go with the truth when you can go with shock off?
0: Yeah, I like should have went with should
2: have went with Trey Nixon. Like he might be the
0: next Edelman. I figured Ray would have went with that one. No, I hope he wears number. I hope he wears number eleven
1: too. (laughs) That Barrymore kid is going to be a stud. I think for years to come on this team. I hope so. I hope so. I I I I have I
2: have trepidations with all rookies. I don't. I don't. I don't think that. I never think that they're going to pan out to be honest with you. I think they're way too much of a crapshoot. It's the reason I didn't want them to trade up for a quarterback in the draft. I think that there's the the success rate on quarterbacks in the first round is uh, like 43%. It drops down from there and it's not that much different from the rest of the ro- rest of the roster spots um, in the NFL. There's just not a high success rate. It's a fucking crapshoot. So, yeah, you know, Barrymore projects to be one of, you know, really good. He comes from a really good program. He comes from the best coaching college football history to the best coach in nfl history that should work their track record with alabama guys is pretty good minus cyrus jones and i'm blanking on the other one that sucked
1: um can i give you another one can i give you another one ramador stevenson i think that's going to be a big key for them because they haven't had a big run running back (laughs) ramador ramador (laughs) ramadama ding dong Ramador Stevenson? No, but we haven't had a big back like since LeGarrette Blunt to go on the goal line stances and or even third and short to go and get the first down or the touchdown that we needed. You know, we've had uh small guys, James White, no, um uh uh, son, uh Sony. Sony Michelle and then we got uh Damian Harris. Damian Harris, thank you. That aren't big guys. They're those flashy. There's there's those flashy guys that, you know, aren't really, you know, known to go through the holes and like get that first down and the third down and goal. So Hey man, if Ramadan and Ding dong can stay healthy, then he's fine with me. Uh, yeah, you know, two forty, um, six foot tall, two forty. I mean, that's they a don't like boy.
2: any of their running backs to have enough speed to break out and make an eighty-yard touchdown. So he fits in real nicely <laughs> there. But you're right in terms of uh, short goal line, Damian Harris. Bill, you and I have talked about this. Runs way too straight
0: up to be an NFL running back. Yeah, that's sweetness, what
1: goddamn. That's the word I was looking for. Sweetness, sweetness. the whole that time. One, you
0: know, damn you it. notice he, he's not he's never that healthy too. I mean, him that and the none of the them.
1: Chest
2: that shot he took to the chest last year was like, dude, put your shoulder down, man. He runs so straight, like Eric Dickerson without the fifty pounds of muscle and the maniac uh, athleticism. He's gonna be hurt, and we know what Sony tri- Sony Michelle's track record is. Yeah. And without somebody pushing Sony Michelle, he runs like a, a baby back b. So uh, Ramadan and Ding Dong is fine with me, no problem. Big, uh, you pair him with James White, you get a little thunder lightning, no problem. That's fine. You, you, go, you that throw means, bodies at that running back position all day long.
1: Do you think that means Sony Michelle could be on the chopping block to get cut? This uh, no, they him. keep no.
2: four or five running backs every year. They're well, not JJ yeah, Taylor.
1: A- they got Brandon Bolden. They got and uh,
0: JJ Taylor. I don't think he's signed yet. He's on the roster. He's on the roster. Yeah, he's on the roster. Um, Well, I mean, they're not going to pick up his option. That's for sure. They're not going to pick up that fifth year. That's due yesterday or tomorrow (laughs) since we're recording on a Sunday. So it has to be picked up by Monday. I don't expect it. They got to make the same call on Isaiah Wynn. You know, three down back, you know, he can catch passes and he can run the football. I mean, this is what you need on this team because, again, I mean, he might see significant playing time because Michelle and Harris are not – they can't stay healthy. Right. No. So, I mean, you, you had a need there. You lost uh Rex Burkhead.
1: No, he's well, he's, no, no. According to you, he might be able to play this year without a knee. <laughs> you did say that at earlier shows that Rex Burkhead might be back this year. Well, they'll now give him a that's shot. out. They'll, they'll give him a shot. If he they can, treat, yeah.
2: They treat players pretty well off their injuries like that. They'll, they'll give him a shot, but he's not coming back.
0: I mean, no, he's this, not- I think this just, you know, kind of cemented that. Cause again, you, you think of Rex Burkett, I guess you can k- kind of consider him an every down back. He can run the football and catch passes. Well, you just kind of replace him for a fraction of the price that would you would have probably paid Burkhead coming back. And again, this is a bigger body. He, he can take hits. He's three, 250 fucking pounds. at what six, one. Like he's big. And he, he likes I mean,
2: weed. So, you know, like his pain tolerance is really high, really high mm-hmm. on the Rex Burkett. He was their best back last year until he got hurt, but, um, if he comes back, he's going to come back at a manageable price too. He's not going to come back at the $3 million they they're paying him. He's, he's unsigned. So I, I think his best chance to come back in the NFL after an injury like that and is with the Patriots, I wouldn't count on it. And also, yeah, I wouldn't count on now. fucking J.J. Taylor. I'm, I'm very angry you made me look up if J.J. Taylor is on the roster. He is. Um, what's the worst pick they made? Can I go? Yes. The kid out of Michigan, Cameron McGrone. Why, why do you continue to draft guys with it, with blown ACLs that can't play their first year? Why do you continue to do that? You muted yourself before you talk. Oh, I was burping. I muted myself. Thank you, you. moved into burp into the muted
0: into the muted mic. Yeah.
2: Uh, fine. Bill, why do they continue to draft guys with no knees?
0: I have no idea, especially on the offensive line. You know, you saw, who was it? Trey Mason or Trey, I forget his name. He came out of Florida State. They had him and he blew out his knee right away and basically never played again. You know, I mean, I don't understand why you're, you take these injury guys. He's got talent. And there's a reason he fell in the sixth round because of because of the injury fifth. concerns or fifth round, sorry. Uh, confusing with the offensive lineman in the sixth. But yeah, I, I, there's Gary yeah,
2: McGrown linebacker out of yeah. Michigan. I'm Blue just Bill, the and when asked about it, Bill Belichick said, Yeah, and look, and you know, we got the injury, we're not expecting him to see him on the field this year. You said it though so in the fifth round, like uh, last year you draft the Nazi kicker in the fifth round. This year you draft the guy with no knee that might not see that might never see the field. Like, what do you what is the point? Like you don't think that you can find enough fucking value in the fifth round that you gotta extend yourself like that? Obviously, the easy one to point out is Dominic Easley when he had two blocks no, in one the I first was trying round.
0: To, yeah, I was trying to think of him too. I just spaced
2: But um uh, uh Rosai Dowling. Rosai yep, Dowling was another injury guy they took in the second round. Like they 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 think that they can get value because a guy slips because of injury. You haven't you learned that the injuries are real? It's like well, Dave Dombrowski continuing yeah. to sign pitchers with no arm. Like, haven't you learned that yeah. this is this shit is real? Just take a guy where he's valued. Stop some of trying those Trying to work. fucking win the goddamn draft out every pick. My throw went out there.
0: Marcus Cannon slid down the draft board because he had cancer. I mean, I, I know it's not like an injury, <laughs> but like that's, that's another different. one of those things. Some that's of those of injury, dude. Bill, get, but he's some been a, out. Some of that shit works out. But he's worked out every
2: other year, kind of. Yes. He's yeah. Been oh yeah. He's all been year, a yeah. all year guy,
1: pretty much I, the entire time he, of his career. Go ahead, Ray. Uh, Joshua Bledsoe. I mean, the safety position we already have. It's a log jam right now with Adrian Phillips, Tevin McCourty. You got Kyle Duggar. You got Jalen Mills that came over from Philadelphia free agency. You already had a log jam there. Why address that in the sixth round where you could have got another offensive tackle or someone on the offensive line, a guard center, you know. To uh, come into this uh, system. So expect
0: uh, them to take a uh, defensive back every single fucking year. You know? Okay. But
1: but go (laughs) go, and do a defensive back instead of a safety. I mean, a safety, I think there's a very big log jam there. You You got young guys, you got veterans there. So why, why address Kind of got
0: a log jam at, at, uh, quarterback, too. Like your defensive backs are pretty well set. I mean, a lot of these guys, you know, you, if he's not, he might, he's not going to make the team. I don't. Can I
2: tell you why they took him? Yes, please. Because Bill, uh, They really like the idea of having the best secondary in a league that passes ninety-five percent of the time. And you got Chung's out. You got McCourty, who could retire any year. I don't know what kind of safety this guy is. I don't know if he's an in-the-box guy or free free safety guy.
0: More like Uh, Deron Harmon.
2: Okay. Right. Well then that's, that's, you know, if they're looking ahead and they think that he can play the Devin McCourty role, I'm not saying he's going to replace a Patriots hall of famer, but you, the, a lot of the logjam at that safety position is in, in are in the box guys. I mean, Adrian Phillips played linebacker last year. Let's be honest. He didn't really play safety. No, I think but that was more I out of need though. I understand. I, I agree with you. Kyle Duggar, Adrian Phillips. Uh, these guys are, are redundant, but they played nickel, man. That That's the defense that they play consistently all the time. Jalen Mills is the guy that they think is, is going to bounce around a lot. Um, is Jonathan Jones back? Did they yep. sign him? Yeah, he's so, still on the team. Um, I don't want to hear you say Jojuan Williams one more time, Bill. You've been on that guy. You just have to admit no, I'm you're out. wrong. He's out. I'm out, out on he's him. I'm, I'm,
0: he I'm just too- likes saying it. He does. He I admit. Jo- <laughs> 100%. I was there. But another Jojuan. wasted second-round pick that you moved up to get you up to get him yeah, the exactly. kid Bletso,
1: so he's undersized he's 5'11 uh his uh cons on the team is that he's slow and he can't really guard the bigger guys so again you know why yeah. have this guy on the team you know you got big guys that you're going against you look at the buffalo bills with all the guys they got on wide receiver tight end they're big just boys just take
0: flyers on these guys the 6th and 7th rounds are crap shoots you're just going to pick a guy that kind of maybe will fit your system i was and giving another finish.
1: example instead I like of the, the I like the linebacker that was hurt okay bill
2: i like rays pick because I would have liked them to see the, I would have liked them to uh, double up on the offensive line as well. Ah, like, I would have, field. I would have liked them to stay. We, we Bill, you mentioned it. Like this was the draft. This was an important draft. You have to basically reset your roster via the draft, the same way you did via free agency. And the best way to do that in football is at the line and out. So uh, you took one offensive tackle in the sixth. I would have liked them to back that up with like what Ray said, whoever else was out there. We know the track record the Patriots have on, on late round, draft picks they just did it with the ninwa didn't up, Andrews come
1: out late too
0: undrafted undrafted dan yeah. copen fifth round i mean they've they've so they've yeah had success. I, I
2: agree with you you went heavy on defense um you had three defensive picks there you had a d tackle and outside linebacker a linebacker is not going to play so yeah i would have loved to see them focus a little bit on the offensive line in the later rounds a little bit more i mean they took one that was it um i know seventh rounder flyers i get that do we want to talk about Trey Nixon? Being yes, the next we Edelman? do. Yes, we
0: do. <laughs> no, I yes. don't want any. Do we want to talk no. about Trey Nixon being the next Rich Julian does. Edelman. He's Jack, wicked what fast. Was it? Barrios was supposed to be the next Edelman. Jackson Barrios. Baby. No, we tried guy, after the Jets. Don't worry about it. was the guy it. that went to the, uh, New Orleans? The other Austin, nifty Austin.
2: Uh, he came from the Colts, though.
0: No, there he was did. another guy. The Patriots drafted him and they cut him. Or he was undrafted. They cut him. And then um, he was. Austin claimed- Collie. No, no. There's another. Uh, let me look it up.
1: Well, well, you look it up, and we'll talk about how this guy's going to be the next Julian Edelman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although he wasn't
2: a quarterback, he nope. is a fast, shifty little white kid that's going to play the slot
1: and a lot of special teams to start the start his career. That's what Edelman did. He did that, and that's how he took Wes Welker's job, or actually, Damian Do- Austin Danny. Carr. Oh, Austin Carr! Remember, well, he Austin was Collie. Did-
0: Collie, yeah, they he had was Austin
1: at- Collie too, right? Yeah, I did, but he he was very concussed. Well, half his brain is uh, still in Indianapolis.
2: <laughs> Austin Carr, yeah. Uh, look, uh, I don't mind uh, like uh, like you said, seventh round. Again, same as the offensive tackle, the track record of the Patriots producing little white shifty guys out of the slot is pretty good. You know, Austin Carr they struck out on. There's a couple that they've struck on. You got Gunnar Osheski that's still in there that's shown some toughness. Obviously, he's not oh, that's you know P- an he's
1: elite injected <laughs> into <his> system. <laughs> he's
2: not an elite level wide receiver, but you know he's a ballsy all little pro fucker. Tur- he's
0: an all-pro return, man, that's for yeah. sure.
2: So I I don't mind him t- keep taking shots at Flyers to put in that position. Like they're. The, the Patriots have been around for 20 years. You can look at what they do well and what their track record is good at, and it's the 80-20 rule like in business. Just spend 80% of your time on the top 20% of what you do and maximize it. Stop. You know, I'm so, so, so glad they didn't take a wide receiver or cornerback in the second or third round because it's basically an automatic fail if they do that. I'm fucking ecstatic they didn't do that.
0: And again, the wide receiver stack. was too top heavy, you know, after the three first round after the three top 10 picks wasn't much left out there. So, I mean, I'm glad they waited till the seven to address it. You know, where's he going to play? You still have Oshesky on the team. And, you know, if he makes the team, it's going to be because Oshesky get his head crushed in on a fucking kick return. Cause it's eventually going to happen.
2: You know, so. what's funny about the wide receiver is just a, a little bit of a tangent here. I see everybody, um, you know, putting out their their newest depth charts and things like that. And it's uh Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, Nikhil Harry is nowhere to be seen. Like no nope. that is
1: how it should be. Unbelievable. They have to trade this kid. They have to trade him. Like <laughs> what if Mac Jones comes in and makes this kid relevant again? Ooh, suck it, Brady. Oh boy. Wouldn't that be something, Donald? Brady. I mean, he's As- best friends, he's best bobos with Cam, so I don't know. Yeah, but still, I mean, Camp can't, can't throw the ball. Matt Jones can throw the ball. I mean, imagine though that True he that. like he brings his whole like career back, rejuvenates the whole thing, makes him look like a first round talent. Oh my God. Would that be a fucking turning point? Do we think and this is off draft top, but do we think
2: that there's a chance McKeel Harry could be a contributor now that he's slotted as the fourth, he's gonna get fourth cornerback he's going to get the fourth cornerback on the depth chart or probably a safety it, you know throw him in the slot let him play some big slot uh wide receiver and he and he takes on a slow safety or slow linebacker get him some mismatches the fourth wide receiver in the depth chart could we see some production of kill harry in that position ooh, ooh,
0: ooh. can i go yeah no okay oh can i go can i go yeah ray yes
1: oh race su- race such a fucking homer oh my oh. god uh, Come on. You put him against the worst. You put him against a slow linebacker. He would fucking make your eye on a route. Fuck out of here. He Bullshit. Bill. You and your dink toes. Couldn't even cover him downfield. Yeah. I just got to put the ball I don't have right to, shoulder. He can't catch the football. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a conversation. Here you go.
0: <laughs> it's a conversation
2: for another day. But is Trey Nixon going to make the team. Yeah. He's going to make the goddamn team. He's absolutely going to cut JJ Taylor's ass. Now that we know he's on the roster. No, now you know he's that, that was actually breaking news for everybody listening uh, You know what else is breaking news? Bill got his passport He's allowed one. back in Canada This is the uh, hot passport Three times edition I can't believe you gave it to him, Ray You really spoiled this bit He gave me a lot of beer I had to <laughs> You're a man of your word Hot passport uh, This baby, if you look inside Has all of the
1: Black uh, hog That's what Bill's mom likes, that beer
2: does like that beer in the brewery? Yeah, awesome. my mom doesn't drink, you dick. Okay, well then, that <laughs> also the spoiled that bit. On, damn it. Okay, uh, sorry. Hot <laughs> passport. Hot passport. It's twenty-five bucks. One of these. You can also get it digitally. What does it do for you? Fifty plus breweries across the Northeast, stretched all the way all the way to Wisconsin, Wisconsin, which is raised northeast. Oh my if, God. You're, if you're looking for um, which breweries there are, just go to uh, the, the menu icons. If you stopped interrupting me, Ray, I could get there. The obvious one likes the uh, icon menu, which is also <laughs> known as a key. Uh, that's in the front of the book. It's 25 bucks. You get 50% off your first two beers at each of these breweries. Do the math. You go to three breweries. You get two beers each. That's six beers at six, seven bucks a pop. You're making your money back. It gets better. Go to joinhoppassport.com backslash uh, simple S I M simple like simple minds you get five dollars off you're making money on a six pack of pints join hoppassport.com backslash simple hop passport oh and get the new york edition that's that's where you can drink from here to wisconsin all of them in the north all of them, the obvious ones northeast um sorry. <laughs> did this feel? Did this feel like a different draft from Bill? So on Monday we talked about the pressure from management getting a quarterback in the first round, which I think was real, but I don't think was contested. Like I don't, I, I it didn't. It doesn't feel like we have a new uh, uh, coup going on in New England. Like I think that Kraft and Belichick have a good enough business relationship where Kraft says, "Hey, what is going on with the quarterback position?" And, well, let me t- – two, two steps back. I think they had a meeting and said, we didn't fix this team. Seven and nine is not acceptable, Bill. Uh, you need to fix this. What's the plan? And Belichick went, give me a shit ton of money. I'll fix it. He said, spend, fine. Spend. But what are we going to do with quarterback? it has to get better. He says, well, I got a, I got a line on Jimmy. We can bring Jimmy back. He said, okay, but this is a good draft for quarterback. So we're going to draft one. And Bill went, nah, I don't know about that. Might take a lot of, he said, fine. If you can get him at 15, do we take a quarterback? Okay. And that's how that conversation went pretty much verbatim. And then lo and behold, as we predicted on the simple mind sports show, the only quarterback that was going to slip to 15 would be Mac Jones. If the San Francisco 49ers did not take him at three, and there he was, there he was looking like a goddamn insurance salesman with an oversized suit waiting for Bill Belichick to snatch him up at 15. And he does. But then after that, just felt like a Bill Belichick draft. Shit ton of defensive players taking flyers on, in, on injured guys and uh, getting the next Julian in, in the seventh. So, it was l- yeah, it was a little
0: ahead. weird, too, because like one trade, you know, you traded up to 38, you know, to get Barmore, And after that, you know, day three, you picked – same slot every, every time, you know, yeah. it's, it a little weird. Usually you see him wheeling and dealing, especially in them late round picks might trade it out to next year. So this year, you know, the the fifth round flyer on the line, injured linebacker or the next Julian Edelman in the seventh, it was just a little different. Cause like you, again, you see him move those late round picks, especially if there's no one on the board that they're so high on, you know, they can move that seventh, to to maybe a fifth next year. Some teams look and try to move up and you saw none of that this year
1: depth this team needs depth we've said it all along last year they didn't have any depth they went out and dressed it they got depth
0: i mean you drafted eight guys you had 10 draft picks you know i mean you couldn't you weren't going to take 10 guys no. so i mean it was nice to see him move move up and get a player that that was falling you got the talent and hopefully this guy comes in and, and is as good as we hope he is because again your track record of moving up in the second round right now not good not
2: good uh, but generally, that's for uh, a skilled position on the outside. So see him staying uh, staying close to the line as, as I guess, why I say it, it felt like a regular kind of Belichick draft. But you're right. You generally see him moving around the board and making some bullshit pick just to make the pick. You know, they, they've they done that with Philadelphia in the past and, you know, some of the buddies across the league, which maybe spells, you know, it, it was a little different. Maybe Kraft ha- did have his hand in there and stop fucking around, go make the picks and, and make good ones this year because yeah. we need it. Uh, And Ray, you mentioned it either in this show or last show that because of COVID and because of the anticipation of the draft next year, a lot of teams weren't moving. I mean, there wasn't a lot as much movement as, as we've seen in the past, and I think that's all kind of related. Um, But yeah, in in terms of the guys that they picked, they, they needed depth. They needed, they needed to start rebuilding this team. And I think, you know, I think they did a good, good job doing that, but should they have targeted a wide receiver earlier? Not in the second because they suck at it, but maybe in the fourth, maybe in the fifth, instead of a linebacker without a knee, maybe go out there and uh, get your rookie quarterback a little bit more help or some
1: potential help, Raymond? No, I like – you, you guys made me turn the tide on that. I Ooh, think they should, I think they should have, snap. but – No, I think they should have, but obviously getting seventh round or undrafted wide receivers is their bread and butter. They obviously see these guys, and they can make them into stars like Julian Edelman. Uh, Wes Walker was uh, obviously a trade, but, I mean, he wasn't a big uh, – Draft a high draft pick, so they can do a lot of things with these slot guys. And I think Trey Nixon's the next slot guy that's going to be uh making some big moves over here in New England. He's such he a loves-
0: fucking homer, he really <laughs> is. Thank you, very Kobe much.
1: Myers. Belongs on that list too, though. Oh, uh, Jacoby Myers, yeah, undrafted
0: guy, yeah. Troy Brown,
2: when did Troy Brown go? Eighth round, yeah. Um, what do you think, Bill? I, I we we just mentioned this, but I would have liked more offensive tackle depth. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not I think the tackle, receiver,
0: but the ta- I think the offensive line depth could be questioned, too, because if you think about a Trent Brown on a one year deal and obviously as we record on Sunday, we don't know if they're going to pick up wins option for next year. So
1: breaking you know. news, they will.
0: Oh, is, is it, it? I figured they I figured they would because no, I'm,
1: I'm going to say they will. I'm not. I don't I'm know. Up, yeah, firm, I, 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 I think, think they're, they're going to Ray.
0: I think they're going to pick it up. I don't think they're going to because he's been very good for them when healthy. But when you've only yeah. played eighteen out of, of what fifty-six possible games, including the playoffs, not a good track record. But again, it's I think it's nine million bucks or ten million bucks. I think my, maybe Mike Reese or Jeff House said it. If you think of it as a two-year deal, so I mean they're yeah. probably going to pick it up. But again, Trent Brown's on that one-year one-year deal, and you you go out in the sixth round. I would have liked to see one more tackle there, maybe a swing tackle that can kind of play. You know, both sides, which is what they got, but I'd like to see another one because eventually you're going to try to replace both these guys. So, yeah,
2: they got a couple of young guys still in there that have not quite pinned. Kajuto.
0: Yet. Is that what his name is? He can't stay healthy and just, but you also have, don't forget, you also have a Nunma that could, that looked very good at right tackle. I oh, actually.
1: very good. Very yeah. good. Um, yeah. All and right. Cheap. Well, very
2: cheap. Very cheap. Yeah. He's a rookie. Um, who, who's out of the list? Who has the best chance of potentially starting or let's just say who, who's going to make the biggest impact out of the draft class this year?
1: Go ahead, Bill.
0: I would say Barmore because I don't expect um, Mac Jones to start. You know, i would say that. So I, I think a situational pass rusher, he, he could make a big impact, I think, on this team if, if he lives up to the hype.
1: May I go? Thanks. Mm. Mac Jones, AFC Rookie of the Year. He's Boom. such a fucking homer. <laughs> unbelievable wait till the he answer... starts week one week one when i have my wuhan jersey and bill does too we're all gonna flaunt that shit because he's gonna be the next big deal in new england mac i can't, I can't jones. wait to get my mac jones wuhan jersey i'm just waiting for wait. him to determine a number and then I'll, yeah. I'll order it
2: i can't wait for san francisco to cut jimmy and uh max that's on the bench for the next two years but <laughs> the answer is mac jones if he plays <laughs> as a quarterback i'll give you another one though ramadama ding dong
1: ramadama ding dong baby he's gonna have there... some third line carry third down carries yeah
2: if Mac Jones does not play, I fully expect Sonny Michelle and Damian Harris to be injured. Most of the season, uh, and Stevenson is going to be back there in a very, very, very run heavy offense. Let's talk about this real quickly. How, how, I don't know if I put it in there or we skipped it. They are setting themselves up for some serious freaking bully ball, man. You got two of uh-huh. the best tight ends in football. Both of them uh, are good blockers. Jew- John, o Smith John is one of the beast. best blockers as a tight end in the, in the league, your offensive line is going to be up there in the top five in the league with some serious pave graders in Trent Brown and Shaq Mason, who's one of the best pulling
0: guards or has been in his career. Yeah. And you got a um, Newton starting left guard. Now it looks like and then David, Rod, the David, David Andrews, Andrews, David Andrews is a fucking is monster back at center. Oh. And now you put a 250,
2: f- five, 250 pound bowling ball behind there. And if Cam Newton's playing, you put him as a runner, which is the only thing you could do last year. I mean, you're going to play a lot of bully ball. And even if Mac Jones gets in there, you're still going to play bully ball and just let him play action himself to death. Like it's
1: 2001 all over again.
2: And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome.
1: Bill, write this in your journal. (laughs) It's moving. It's moving for Ray right now. Holy shit. Haven't had it since 1999 folks. Oh my goodness. This is it trying. Yeah, It's peaking. It's It's got a pulse. It's got a pulse.
2: It's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be, be I think, I I think it's going to be fun to watch. Um, All right. This has been the Silver Minds Sports Show. Fat Tuesday, NFL Patriots Draft Edition. We'll see you on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: We got movement. <laughs> we gotta move. We gotta pulse. Congratulations. No, this team's gonna be fucking this defense I think is gonna be top in the NFL. Yeah, I still I mean So it's got... two
0: thousand nineteen and everyone knows how that worked out. You still no, but got... think
1: about it, you got the guys that are gonna be able to rush the quarterback, JC Jackson, Stephon Gilmore playing corners. I'm not sold
0: on either one of those guys coming back, but now that after the draft I guess I am. Because well, before one the of draft coming back, at least one of them's coming back. <laughs> yeah. I think they're both I think they're both coming back now because they didn't address cornerback in the draft. He
2: literally just snips that within thirty. Uh, no, I know. I said conversation because
0: before. You the,
1: said something and then he's like, "No, I said that way? All right, draft. I'm going that way. Before the... you laughing at <laughs> your podcorn's that toilet paper company. <laughs> your opening statement. <laughs> I'm a poop wizard. I'm a self-proclaimed <laughs> poop wizard. <laughs> you gotta get their attention. He <laughs> got mine.